Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, gamers, geeks, geeks, and nerds alike. It's this week's Monkey Nut Punch podcast. I've got the right podcast that time, Keith. I've got the right podcast. <laughs> As always, on these pop culture podcasts, I've got Keith. Hello. Hello, 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 everyone. How are you all doing? How is everyone today? We're doing okay. Just uh, suffering from the, the week. Um right. I know the feeling. I've already got uh, two people. Got already got two people in the chat. Before, huh? Um, um, got, uh, co- Chuck shamelessly plugging himself away there. Uh, is his is Iceland videos up? That's my my thing. No, oh. he's just posted one from St Louis. I think that was the the one. Um, but I had to jump in here. So, uh, um, yeah, that's all I know. Um, but uh, um, yeah, hopefully these Iceland ones will be will be there soon. But uh, I I I um I I watched the end of Ahsoka this week. I've got to talk about it. I've got I've got it. I've got a vent. I've got a vent. Oh my word! Okay, that's what they fuck up. I think is the best way of describing it. Well, I got I, I I've got to show you this right because I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna share hopefully share my screen and because there's no audio hopefully we won't get a copyright strike. Um, how do I share a screen? There we go. Right. So uh, um uh, say I understand I can share a screen. Thank you. Um, so have have a little uh have a little look see at this right. So this is just just watch this. I mean this is just. The, the choreography is um, it just it's it it it's ter- this is this is meant to be right the the big final okay, set okay. piece okay yeah. i can't see anything ah I, 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 um is it not sure? oh, fuck. it's blocked mate it's blocked well okay so i mean unfortunately it's not working it won't let me share the the disney plus uh thing but <laughs> it, it's bloody terrible. It's uh, <laughs> um, the views of Keith do not reflect those. Um, it's terrible, uh, uh, and you know the episode ends just like I predicted. No freaking Luke Skywalker. Ezra was Ezra, um, and you know Sabine somehow suddenly starts using the Force. Um, and and saves Ezra, and it's like you watch this series and you go, exactly what did this series do in the Star Wars? What did it introduce? What did it change? How did it? It gave Hayden Christensen a payday. Well, that's about it. It it and everybody liked that bit. I mean, you get him again as a Force ghost at the end. Um, I mean, as a as a Rebels. And and Clone Wars fan, right? The end of it, Ray Winston's character, we only see him right at the end. That's it. Not right? Ray Winston, Ray oh, Stevenson. Ray Stevenson's character. Ray Winston would have been brilliant in it. Yeah, he would have been good. Uh, Ray, Win- uh, so Ray uh, Stevens is standing on a hand that look, looks like that, and it's the father from the sort of force. And then you've got the brother next to him and the sister's statues um, all crumbled. And then it switches to what he's looking at, and very in the distance, there's a, a mountain at the top. There's some twinkling star thing, very reminiscent of the Clone Wars episode. But you have to have seen that episode to really get it. And then it cuts to um, uh, 
Ahsoka and she sees the owl, which is the, the, the power of the, the sister. But you go back and you watch like, like there was a clip, 36 minute clip from Rebels saying, you know, all the best sort of start, um, lightsaber fights from Rebels. And of course you get freaking Ahsoka v Vader, right? And you know, yeah, you remember because Ahsoka fights Vader when Vader turns up on the on top of standing on top of a Tie Fighter. That's so fucking cool. Vader that was so good. In, that was yeah. so good in that. Uh, and then and then you know him and and Ahsoka have a freaking lightsaber battle, and they are almost evenly matched, right? Which is true. Anakin trained her. Anakin trained her, so they should be reasonably evenly matched. But the lightsaber battles in this have been terrible. And there's a bit where you just see Ahsoka, no emotion on her face, going like that. Right? That's all she's doing in the camera. And it's this thing. So it's this part of her body. This is all you see, right? Upper chest doing that with a lightsaber. And that's what they call call. The choreography in this show has been appalling. Um but nah, it's the it, it was it was crap. I mean, I don't, I don't get how Star Wars theory thinks this is relaunched Star Wars because it hasn't. It, the 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 choreography was poor. The story, you know, Thrawn makes it back to the to the universe and go, and you see his ship going towards Dathomir. So for, he's, we don't know what his secret cargo is. Don't know any of that. Just see the ship going towards Dathomir. Um, Ezra makes it back. You know, sweet moment where Ezra. Sort of Chopper realizes it's Ezra, comes up to him, sweet little moment. He sees Hera, but there was no emotion there. You know, Hera doesn't run up and hug him. It's just that Ezra's like, "Hi, I'm home." End. That was it. It was like a wet fart. Apparently, apparently you guys really care for me so much that when I turn up, I get a cold shoulder. It 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 was. You know, you you read the bio thing. It says, "Oh, you know, Hera's overcome with emotion." Well, if that's overcome with emotion. <laughs> I like to uh, Jesus. I I don't get it because when you watch the animation and you watch Rebels and you have all those amazing moments, it's not difficult to convert those to live action. So what the fuck has happened to Floney? I mean, just what the fuck has happened between making Rebels and Clone Wars, even Clone Wars season seven, and making this? What has happened? You know, is he forced to use a particularly bad choreographer? Why didn't they bring back the guy from the freaking prequels? Because that guy knew lightsaber battles, you know? That dude understood lightsaber battles. Ahsoka is a kick-ass Jedi. You know, she gets a... She should have beaten Ray Stevens. She should have beaten him, right? Based upon, like, Ahsoka from Rebels. Ahsoka thinks she was a powerful force user. She's no Jedi, Right? Where the fuck was that Ahsoka? Ahsoka gets her ass kicked every fucking five minutes. No emotion. I don't know what the fuck Rosario Dawson was doing throughout this. It's almost like she's, she's the same age as us. You know that, don't you? So is she? Yeah. Well, she was. Then, then she should have a. No, I mean, I know I'm saying this, but she should be. You know, a lot. Look, she should have been a lot fitter. I don't know what it was, but the the choreography was just poor. Um. Sabine's battle was slightly better. I mean, you get like zombie, zombie um, stormtroopers, but even that was a bit meh. I mean, I know where they're going, but I actually don't want them to go there because they're going to ruin it. Because 
I have a sneaking suspicion we're either going to get a season two of this or we're going to get the movie and the movie we're going to have uh, Cal Kester's turn up with his with his you know bit of uh, Daphomir fluff um, <laughs> and it's going to ruin it's going to ruin that character because I like Cal Kester's character from the game and I don't want that ruined um, they they managed to ruin Ahsoka and it's a shame because Ahsoka is meant to be able to run, jump, and do everything that Vader could do. She, you know, she wasn't as powerful as Vader, but with a lightsaber, she was pretty damn good. Anakin trained her, and you know, Rebels, she fucking takes on Vader and smashes his mask. That's how she learns that it is Anakin under there. And then, you know, the the whole temple sort of collapses, and it's indicated that Ahsoka dies. And it's only when um ezra pulls her through um the world you know into the world between worlds in the near the end of the season four that that she's rescued it's ezra that saves her and yet her emotion when she first sees ezra is like hi right i haven't seen you for like 10 years you know the empire's been defeated you know we're we're all in this desperate fucking um struggle to defeat the empire they've been defeated by the way but don't worry i mean you know life goes on there's just no emotion in it. It was poorly directed. The story, what story? We find Thorn on another planet. Thorn gets back. So does Ezra. Ahsoka and Sabine are trapped in another galaxy. The end. Do you know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of a Michelin Web sketch that takes the piss out of Homes Under the Hammer, where they literally go. It's like kind of. So you've bought a house, and the guy's like, "Yeah, I've bought a house." And it's like kind of, I'm going to put some shelves up. Yeah, I'm going to put some shelves up. All right, we'll be back next week so that gets on. So you put the shelves up. Yeah, put the shelves up. Oh, good job. Next week we'll go to somewhere where they go and clear out the garden. Blah blah blah, and it's just. Oh, I... There were moments. This is, the, this is the thing: is we've got Loki now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Everyone's gonna, everyone's gonna get excited for Loki, and they'll go through exactly the same bloody pattern where it's like kind of, oh well, it's gonna go and do all this stuff, and then nothing's gonna happen. A lot of people slagged off the first episode. I have to say, I actually. It's not like I thought it was a spectacular episode, but I enjoyed it because of Ken... How do we say his name now? Ken Guan. Um, Ken Guan. The dude the dude from um, Indiana Jones. Short round. Short round, right? Uh, he, he's brilliant round. in this. Again, I really enjoyed him in this. Cause I, I love seeing him back. I mean, you know, I love seeing him back. He, he's a great actor. And, he, and there's a bit where you've got, like, Loki. Have you watched it? Have you watched it yet? No, I haven't watched it yet. Part of me is like, part of me is just hoping that Owen Wilson and Tom Hiddleston do a podcast because that way I'll get what I want rather than um, what everyone being fucking dished up from Disney. Well, you've got, um, when everyone can use the force, it's no longer special. Exactly, Biffa. You're right about that. I'm just going to say one thing about Loki. Loki's time slipping, right? And there's a bit where you've got, you've got Owen Wilson, Loki, and you've got Ken Guan's character, right? And they've got to do something. I'm not going to ruin it. And, and Ken Guan turns around and goes, you've got about an hour. And then there's this, this thing that smashes the window. And he looks at it and he turns around and he doesn't miss a beat. You've got about five minutes. That made me genuinely laugh. I thought that was quite funny. And he does, he does it deadpan. And it's at the exact same tone as when he said you got an hour. And that was funny. I know Sylvie in it till right at the end. In fact, she's a deleted scene at the end. Not deleted, a cut scene at the end. Um, and the first episode was okay. The first episode was all right. I don't, it wasn't as bad as a lot of people are making it out to be. It wasn't spectacular, but there were moments. There were moments that were okay. But right. so my big question is how they're going to screw it up at the end. Oh, they're going to. 
because it's yeah, yeah they're gonna. Yeah. I don't I mean, know how, but they're gonna screw it up. Again. They're gonna make some awful, awful thing happen. Um, just going back to Star Wars. Okay, so this was this is something right. So I disagree with you because in Star Wars, everyone can use the Force, but not everyone can master the Force. Yeah, so everyone has those little moments where they can use it and tap into it, but it's not a case of those people can call it at will, if that makes but, any sense. But Sabine wasn't a force user. Sabine was never No, she wasn't. Person. No, it was Sabine it was is... shit. She, she wasn't even a character. She was a couple cutouts. Literally, you could have had the actress stand like this, yeah, take a picture and just inserted her in every bloody scene and everything would have been the same because for everything I've seen, she's not got... She can't fucking act. Well, I'm sorry, she can't act. What's a... But Sabine was a character in Rebels and she oh, was she a was. Mandalorian, right? And when she trains with Ezra and Kanan, she works out how to do it herself. Now, she does connect with the source. It indicates that she has some sensitivity to it, but she can't fucking push Ezra up through the air. That, 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 that's, a, that's a Jedi skill. And it's, all of, it's another freaking ray, isn't it? You know, oh, whamming, wait, surprise whamming. Learn the force straight away. Takes fucking Luke Skywalker years and fucking spending a time in a swamp on Degiba to learn the goddamn force. But oh no, you know, Sabine comes comes along and goes, and it just works. And it's like it's again, they make out like it's this moment, oh look, Sabine's managed to use the force to get a lightsaber. No, she's a fucking Mandalorian. Have a fire some goddamn gadget thing that she's got. That's cool. She's not a Jedi. She's a Mando. <laughs> And it, it, it's just, oh, God, this series, this series was meant to be like the thing. And I knew it was never going to be. I, I knew it was never going to be. And and there were there were little moments. I mean, every time Chopper was on the screen, he stole the screen. It was nice seeing live-action Chopper, but that's about it. Um, You know, and there was seeing the owl at the end in live-action. That was kind of cool. But I don't know if it was her performance or the direction but seriously, Rosario Dawson did not work for me in this at all as Ahsoka. Ahsoka is meant to be lean, fit, and can jump and move. You know, and it, and so, even when all right, so, some, right, yeah. going right. So sometimes actors just take a paycheck, yeah. And they come yeah. back into body focus, there, yeah. And this feels like she was taking a paycheck, okay. That script looks shit. From what you told me, the script right, from the one episode that I watched, the script it was shit. Yeah, had lots of stuff that didn't go anywhere, lots of stuff that didn't really count for anything, lots of stuff that was just pointless. Yeah, so you go through all these things. Yeah, and and, and the actor turn around goes, "What? It's half a million dollars." I just show up. I don't know if I can find. I can actually find. I can actually phone this thing in. Yeah, so I, part of me is like, if she's turned around and her response to the whole thing is, fuck it, I phoned it in because it was worth the money. Yeah, I just, I, I'm, I'm, what I got annoyed with is was that everyone started going, oh, look, um, Anakin Skywalker came back and he did the Darth Vader thing. And I'm like, kind of, dude, they do pull this shit with you all the time. Yes, no, you're right. When will you you're learn? Right. You're, you're, you are right. Um, I need to address this. I'm more surprised that this stinks only because Filoni has created brilliant Star Wars. I mean, seriously, if you've never seen Rebels, Rebels Season 2 is epic Star Wars, and it's proper Star Fucking Darth Vader turning up, igniting his bloody lightsaber, standing on top of a TIE fighter. It sounds crazy, but it's fucking epic, right? 
um, Obi-Wan Kenobi, who can move, even though he's an old man, can still move, takes on fucking um, Darth Maul in a final showdown, kills Darth Maul. Darth Maul dies in his act. Epic fucking scene, right? And then you've got the whole fucking final few episodes of Rebels. Again, amazing, emotional Star Wars with characterization, with, with, with fucking, you know, consequences and everything. You have the thorn, the whole of the thorn um, sort of two season uh, arc, which again was brilliant. And Thorn always been one step ahead. You know, when, for fuck's sake, it's like when Ezra thinks he's got the day because he's taken all the, um, all his soldiers hostage and he's threatening Thorn. Thorn goes, well, fuck it. You've taken all my soldiers and put them in one place. Now I can bombard your village. And he does that. He bombards it. And you see the shock on it. This is a kid's cartoon and he's bombarding this thing. That was awesome Star Wars. This, no consequences, load of shit. People have not been able to freaking fight properly or do lightsaber. I mean, seriously, freaking what's his face is lightsaber about in the original Star Wars with Darth Vader was better than this. Sorry, rant over. But Okay. So yeah, I am surprised more by this than I was thinking, because Floney has created new decent Star Wars. I, I think he had help. And I we've think helped you're right. him isn't here for this. I really I think, think he had help. I think there was someone there, script editor, who was tidying up his scripts. Because there's, I, 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 I was looking at this, and it's just, there's so much dead air. Mm. Dead air. And it's not dead air for tension's sake. It's just dead air for filling up some bloody time's sake. It's, it's, it looks shit from the trailer. It was shit from the fucking episode I saw. You think it's shit. I don't understand why you all freaked out and work. Uh, because they like, pulled that shit in Obi-Wan. The only thing I will say is I liked Hayden Christian's moments in this because Hayden Christian actually back as Anakin, but the Anakin from Clone, Clone Wars, that was good. That was nice to see. And he, he you know, people have always said Hayden Christian couldn't act, couldn't, couldn't act. And a lot of people claimed he could. He was just poorly directed. Well, in this, he was the Anakin of Clone Wars and it was good to see him. Uh, and it was nice to see him. And, you know, you see him again at the end of this and as a force ghost. And again, it, it makes you smile a bit. But it's just nostalgia, bait. You're right. It's not, It's nostalgia, bait. But it was cool to see it. But I get it. You're right. They've pulled this shit many, many times. They did it they, in could, Book of Boba I, Fett. I, they've done it in this they one. Will do, they will do the same shit in Loki, too. Oh, yeah. It's Disney's MO. I, 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 the only reason I enjoyed this episode was Ken Corner, and I, because I quite like seeing him back. When you hear about his story, and you know, it, you know, when he's been interviewed recently, it's just nice seeing him back on screen again. And again, he he plays quirky characters that I kind of like. Um, I mean, he was really good what? in everything, everywhere, all at once. I enjoyed his characters. Characters. I didn't like that, that film. I, I was I fucking bored. I, I enjoyed was bored his watching that film. It was um, fine, but I'm not joking. I was, everyone was like, oh, this is brilliant. I started watching it. I'm like, when is it brilliant? Can someone show me when it's brilliant? Because, no, no. I've seen a lot of fucking multiverse time traveling bits. I think it's subjective. Um, uh, yeah, it's not for you, Gareth. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm joking. Don't tell me it's good, though, because I thought it was shit. Couldn't hold my attention. That's that's a, that's a terrible, terrible sign. I like Michelle Yeoh, and um, what's his most fucking short round was fine. And the old fellow who played the evil guy in um, 
Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah, they're actors that I would watch, but for some reason, fucking bored. I can understand why it wasn't your cup of tea. I enjoyed Ken Kwan, uh, Ken Kwan's, I hope I'm saying his name right, um, performance in that. Um, but he, he was good in Loki's episode season, uh, ep- the first episode. I don't, I am under no illusions this is going to be any good. Uh, it is better than, it was better than the Secret um, Secret Wars or whatever it was called, Secret Invasion. Better than that. <laughs> it was better than that. But that's again because of the cast, not the writing. I, I can watch Owen Wilson, Tom Wilson, just, you know, Riff off each other all just, day long. Yeah, get a podcast. Just on a podcast. Do a podcast. Yeah. Do a podcast. Dude, I think we can save so much money. Mm. What's that? About ten? We'll say ten grand to set the whole thing up. Maybe a bit less. Mm. I'd listen to that. That'd be so much more entertaining than than this. You'd save us so much money too. Production cost ten thousand, ten thousand dollars, whatever it costs to hire Tom Piddleston. But it's, I don't know. It's all cack. Um, oh my god. So Secret Invasion was three hundred. Think of all think of all the think yeah. of all the towns oh, the diarrhea treatment you could have given to children all over the world and life saved. I it, genuinely it was terrible. I, I and I and I think Disney Plus is, you know but Disney are fucked at the moment and, and they're continuing to be fucked. Um interesting um moving moving on before we, we go on to talk to uh Star Trek, a couple of things. Um you need to you need to watch Gen. Well, actually, you don't because I I this thing made me so queasy. So I, I whoever's making the boys right and and this Gen Gen V, v series seriously yeah. just seems to have a penis obsession right they they've gen, they, they they've got penis obsession you know in the boys the last season of the boys we had like some midget freaking. Um, micro man crawling into the shaft of a, of his boyfriend and then you know it, sneezing and exploding. Well, you never you never really saw that graphically. This week, nasty man tries to rape girl. Girl has blood manipulation power, makes his wrecked penis explode, and for shock value, you see this. <laughs> it's a uh, it's pretty gruesome. Um, but again, it's shock value in a series that's a bit otherwise boring. It's it, it just a, lacks, bit, it's it, a bit meh. I think it lacks the actors that make the boys entertaining. I think that's yeah. the problem with it. I think that's it. You haven't got your your Carl Urban's on there or your uh, Anthony What's-His-Mush or your Quaid, just to, to make it kind of interesting. I think the casting director's the problem there. But then again, they're probably trying to do it on the cheap. So I need to go back and watch it. I've been meaning to. Uh, just uh, been re- start to rewatch the first season of The Expanse, which is just a brilliant story. That first one It's just, I think, it's just a fantastic story on its own. Um, yes. I- I'm going to have to start rewatching some stuff. I'm, I'm seriously thinking of just rewatching Picard again. Um, but uh, and talking of that. Uh, this week's uh, lower deck, lower decks, which I half watched only because it featured the guy that played Rom, who is genuinely quite a nice guy, and Lita. Both were back. Now Lita's going to have to fe- feature high in our top dotty. Oh. So. Um, Nemesis anyway. next week, and then it's that. Yes. Um, so, um, but interestingly, there was an interview this week with the showrunner for Lower Decks. Now, I'm no Lower Decks fan. Um, I I just... I 
it's not my cup of tea. Um, I actually think it makes a mockery of Star Trek, and I just don't like that. But look, some people love it. But the showrunner has said that no Star Trek show is safe, and he's not sure that they'll get another season of Lower Decks. Um, I'm not surprised by this. Um, there's already been mumblings that, that Strange New Worlds is going to get cancelled, and Strange New Worlds, outside of Picard, is their highest-rated TV series. But interestingly, people are speculating it's nowhere near that of what Picard Season 3 got. Now, many people are now saying, and Gareth and I were talking off-air, um, uh, what's his face, uh, who plays William Riker? Um, Jonathan Frakes has been Frakes very has been vocal. Cool, yeah. Um, I think Legacy is a done deal. I do think we're going to get it, and I think they're going to cancel everything else. You're not going to see Academy. I do, funny enough, think we will see a Section 31 movie. I do. Because I think that that could actually get people to sign up to Paramount. But here's the thing. Star Trek Legacy cost a fraction... Star Trek Season 3 of Picard cost a fucking fraction of what Strange New Worlds cost. Right, they reused all the sets from season two, um, and just redressed them, um, and and it, and it the, 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 it was a fraction of the budget, and yet they made the highest rated Star Trek show since Deep Space Nine. That's what they're saying. That, that Picard season three got more ratings than Voyager, more ratings than Enterprise, right? Oh, fact, I like Enterprise. I like Enterprise, but it got cancelled because it wasn't that rated high. Um, but it got it got huge ratings, and you know Amazon can pay for half of it because apparently international viewing figures outside of the UK and US, where Picard, uh, where um, Paramount Plus is available, got huge ratings as well. So they think that they can get some money out of Amazon. Paramount haven't got any money. It makes perfect fucking sense. Get Terry Metalis back, who wants to do this. Get Jonathan Franks back, who wants to direct and be involved in it. Right. You've got bloody um, Patrick Stewart going, well, you know, I'd give Picard one more final go at it. It's like... Yeah, yeah even he's turning on, actually. You know, we can Which have Q fine. back, and Q in Metalis' hands will be awesome again. Um, I, I can, you know, I, I want it. I want it. I want it. I want it. And it's like, I think Paramount are going to do it. I think they're going to do it. Um, a Legacy would... I No, they're never going to do... No freaking streaming show does a 22-episode uh, season. 22 episodes was all about the advertising thing. It'll be 12 at the most. It'll be 12 episodes at the most. And 12 episodes would be good. We can get, like, a Star Trek Legacy, you know... Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Gareth agrees with you on that one. Um, I, I like... Totally, yes. I like the theme tune at the end. I liked the Enterprise theme tune at the end. You know, when when the end credit, the end credit theme was quite good. I my my whole problem with Enterprise is is you got that theme music, yeah, and it comes back into focus, mm. and it takes you out. So you got something. Mm. Oh my God, the Klingons have attacked. What are we gonna do? And then it goes shield to the whole plane down to like thirteen percent because we've got to come up with a plan. And then it cuts to that music and takes it's you right long, out of it. <laughs> They changed it Get in season it. three. Um, they made it a bit more hippie. Uh, it still didn't work. Um, no, no, you get rid of it. Just um, but the, the final some... credit song was good. But I, I actually genuinely think they are going to cancel Strange New Worlds. Um, you see, here's the thing, right? I, I, I don't like the writing in Strange New Worlds, but I kind of like the cast. I don't like Uhura. Um, the, I, I don't like she's wrong. Um, but I kind of liked... 
I actually even enjoyed Carol Kane as the engineer, even though, you know, it pissed me off that Scotty was so good because surprise whammon. Um, that, that annoyed me. But I did like, I don't like the guy that plays Kirk. Sorry, it's just not Kirk. Um, he looks like the, you know, the guy out of I Believe in Genie. Uh, <laughs> he does not look like Kirk. Um, I dream of Genie. Drive dream of Genie. Um, but I do, <laughs> I, I like Anson Mount. I like Rebecca Bermain as number one. I like Erica. I think she's great. I don't like Chapel, but, you know, that's because her character is just annoys me. Um, Spock is good, given when he's allowed to be Spock. Um, but I, I, I look, they cancel Strange New Worlds. I know there's going to be Trekkies out there that like, you know, the, the sort of single episode shows right and 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 i i admit that there is a um there's still a place for that but do it in do it in in the legacy what you could do is do legacy could do what enterprise did right in season four where you get those like two or three parts as well as a few single episodes that's what they should do that's what they should do um and uh I, I I'd be up for that. I'd be up for that. Star Trek should I'm... invest in the season focus. They've done that in numerous. I don't. The game. There's a that. beginning of Deep Space Nine. It was in I. They did like a TV movie, mm. and you just saw everyone, kind of, TV movie wise. I think Somebody's... I don't think you could do a whole series behind it. No, somebody put a, a, a video together on YouTube. It's about 30 minutes long, and it takes footage from Next Gen Deep Space Nine um, pilot episode, as well as a game, and they've uh, interjected some of their sort of CGI footage in there as well, and it's quite interesting. Um, you could do that, but again, it's going back. I don't want prequel. I want, I want legacy. I want to carry on. I want to carry forward. I want to see, you know, Captain Seven. I want to see Picard's son. I want to see Q tormenting him. I want to see the legacy characters come in, you know, and make sort of cameos. That's cool when they make, you know, can have Admiral Tuvok again and even get Admiral Drain away, which would be good. Um, so, I mean, I know hmm. we're not going to get a lot of the Deep Space Nine characters because unfortunately half of them are dead. Um, and it's it's a shame. But we could get like Bashir back. You could get Chief O'Brien. He's at the Academy, you know, bring him in. Um, we could get some of the Deep Space Nine characters in. They absolutely should do this. They absolutely should do Legacy, and I think they will. I think it's going to happen. I think it's true that they're cancelling everything else because it's not... It doesn't make business sense. I know that Strange um, Strange New Worlds has a following, but it's nowhere near that of Picard Season 3. Lower Decks has a following, but it's minute. It's not huge. It's not big like, like, like Picard was. You want to make money? Mm -hmm. What do you do? You make a series that you know is going to sell. You know people are going to watch it, and that's legacy. Bring the Enterprise back. Slap fucking trailer. Starship Enterprise. Bomb. People are going to watch. Okay. So, <laughs> I can I can hear the voice. The nineties. The nineties film voice. In a world where women <laughs> have run Starfleet into the fucking ground. <laughs> We put so we inject some fucking male energy back into the world. Um, that's true. It, the, the funny thing is, is, is the way they, they like to have all this kind of. I need to sort this camera out. This focus is 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 the way focus is far too sensitive at the moment. Um, 
it, it just looks like like with Discovery, it looks like they let the women in charge and everything got fucked up. And then before, it looked like they put the women in charge, it fucked everything up, then they put the men in charge, everything was fine for a couple of hundred years. And then and then the women got to charge again, and then they fucked everything up again. I'm not being sexist, but that's the message that they're putting across. Like, for Christ's sake, women, know your place. Well, that, that's certainly what they did in, in Ahsoka. They kind of, in a reverse role... It was and it's not emasculated, but they kind of did that to Ahsoka by weakening her when actually story-wise she's always been strong, um, and that's what they did. But I'm up for seeing Captain Seven. I, I'm up for seeing Seven Nine as a captain. I think that can be mm. interesting. I like to see yeah. Picard's son. I, I I enjoyed the character. You know the, the the chances of Q coming back and fucking with them all that would be great. I'm not so fussed about Raffi. I mean Raffi was cool with. With with Wolf. with Wolf, but if 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 they bring back Wolf, which I so fucking hope they do, um, because Michael Thorne was just walked straight back into that role and was brilliant. Um, so I I want to see that again. I I'm, I just don't want any more of the lesbian seven of nine thing. I I I'm, you know never worked for me. Um, I can understand Raffi being a lesbian. I get that. That's cool. But the lesbian relationship with seven and nine didn't work for me because uh, there was never any ever hint of that. You know, in in Voyager, it was it was shoehorned in there. I always got the I always got the impression that if if anyone asked to shag her, they would, but they're all too scared. Yeah. And I know this because there's an episode with Harry Kim where she tells me, "Guys, we'd like to have sex," and Harry Kim's like, "Oh, oh, oh, oh no, I've done, I've, I've just myself." Um, <laughs> he goes, "Because my argument would be, I'd like to have sex, yeah, but I know that after you're going to give me." A, uh, a post-sex evaluation and you're going to rate everything on me from my technique to my stamina to... and I'm going to get, get graded with other members of the crew which I don't like the idea of and you know she would mm. you know in Voyager I'm not sure about everything else but definitely in Voyager she would have done that mm. that makes yep. life a lot more interesting yep. yeah <laughs> I, I mean even hinted at it but um no, I'm a, I, I think Legacy, I think this is actually indicating that Legacy is going to happen. Um, mm. And I think, you know, there's enough of the original cast saying, yeah, let's do it. Because, I mean, Patrick Stewart is saying, let's do a movie. But, you know, that would just be a pilot episode. They could just do a, a, a you know, extra long pilot episode with Legacy where Picard comes back. And then we go into like a, a season where we have maybe sort of two or three parters than a couple of single episodes like Enterprise Season 4 did. That would work. You could take the best mm. of both worlds. Like you could do the two parters and the please some people, and you could do like a Monster of the Week episode um, and fill that gap that Strange New Worlds will leave. But uh, look, I, I want to see a conclusion to the Strange New Worlds season final, but I, as I said, I think they've already filmed that so they could turn that into a movie and finish it off cancel season three and spend the money on legacy because that's where that's what the fans want i you know discovery does have a fan base that's that there's no denying that but it's minute and 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 and, it, and it's not paying any bills it's not paying they exist um i i'd hate i, I think I'd... i think you're chatting to fucking ai algorithms i don't think you're talking to real no people. they're real unfortunately they're real um they're too damn stupid to be ai um but but and there and there are there is there are deniers there's people that you know i'll watch anything because it's got star trek on it and they'll just they'll try and convince themselves it's good it's like it's like the last jedi syndrome 
everybody that went and saw The Last Jedi, you know, they came out and go, oh, that was all right. And I, you think about it, and then you start thinking about it more. Then you remember Luke Skywalker sucking the tit of a cow, and then you're like, it was really shit. And I don't want See, it to my be thing shit. That- my and thing with the Last Jedi was that my my opinion of Star Wars at the time I watched it was so incredibly low. I didn't care. I really didn't care. What I what I liked was the fact that me, my son, and his grandfather all went to go and see it together. We all had a nice meal and we just had a nice time out. And that's the that's my that's the, my takeaway that I had a nice day with fa- with three generations of us. Okay, the film I, was terrible, but. I saw it at like six o'clock in the morning on on the release day, and then went into work afterwards. With I, I watched it with all the people I work with, and I remember coming out of it, and everyone was going, and I was like, I, there was something in the back of my head, and I and I wanted I wanted to like it, and within a week I was like, this was fucking terrible, um, and and it's the same with Discovery. You wanted to like it because it was Star Trek, it was Star Trek, but it's not. Discovery is fucking terrible. Strange New Worlds is badly written that has the odd good episode, but the cast is at least likable for the most part. But again, cancel it. Do Legacy. Put freaking Terry Metalis in. Tell Alex Kurtzman to go fuck himself. Go fuck off, Kurtzman. Right? And put Terry Metalis in charge. Let Jonathan Frakes, you know, do some direction to help Metalis out. Because Frakes is a good director. He, he knows Star Trek. Um, yeah. And, you know, we don't need Season 5 Discovery. Just, Just put it on fucking blu-ray and give it to the five people that like the show <laughs> anyway um we should talk about some um, interaction uh, not... so yes um as i try and stay in bloody focus i can't move i have to stay dead still is um, your camera in 4k because it looks like your face tracking is not working should be working maybe i'll turn the face tracking off uh, I don't know. Um, yeah, the bokeh effect's not working either, so maybe it's just reset to default. Um, so, in our endeavour to watch decent things, um, we both watched Star Trek Insurrection from 1990. I thought it was 1999, but 1998. Mm. Um, now, at the time, I wasn't too enamoured with it, I'll be honest with you. It was a bit... Um, Television movie, mm. television movie. I can it tell you why, and movie. it's all down. Uh, I can tell you why it's because of Jonathan Frakes' fucking lighting. Yeah, because yeah. Jonathan Frakes lights it like a TV show and not like a film. So mm. there's no kind of there's nothing there in the photography to make it look cool. And you can tell that because when you look at Star Trek Generations, movie lighting. It's also first contact. The, not. It's also the first Star Trek movie ever to use uh, full CGI. They they're not models. They are all it is all CGI. Um, so it was all done by ILM. Um, but yes, there's there's numerous things like yes, you're right. It doesn't look like a movie. It does feel like a TV movie. But I watched it again, and I went, actually, this is not as terrible as it was. You know, there is some comedic moments that are right, actually right, quite so- funny. So, so, so one of two things. We, at the time, we had Deep Space Nine doing its Dominion War thing, which was 
epic in the scale of Star Trek, yeah? It's a really good TV to watch. Lots of interesting things happening. Lots of interesting characters. Lots of big battles, this, that, and the other. It was just really cool, yeah? And you had Voyager, which had some really good stories in it, too. So we're talking peak Star Trek, yeah? And then you come up with a story like this, which isn't doesn't really reflect, reflect peak TV Star Trek. And that's that's why, at the time, we're looking, me and you are looking at it, it's going, it's a bit shit, isn't it? But now we can now now we not at peak Star Trek and we're probably at the Star Trek's lowest point. This looks fucking brilliant. <laughs> I enjoyed it a lot more this time. Um, I'd forgotten part of the story, um, uh, and you know, I mean, there's moments, there's things that still don't kind of make sense. It's like. You know, you know, like right at the beginning, like you, you, you find out that there's like this secret federation base and they're all wearing cloaking suits walking around the, the city. But seriously, right, there's no way that they're not going to, you know, in the time that they've been there, step on something. You know, they should have been not in phase with, with, with that so that, you know, when they walk not, through water... But they are in phase. All they are is invisible. They, you know, they can bump into people, right? And and I'm sorry, Murphy's Law. <laughs> Murphy's Law fucking applies here, right? And you cannot tell me that they've been there for weeks. And the first time any one of these highly sensitive people, you know, who can like slow down time and all that shit, right? So they can see things did not notice all these guys sort of like grass blades getting crumpled like without anybody standing there or the odd bit you know when it rains <laughs> i mean that was a a big fucking plot hole but and i had never realized that until i watched it this time around so i was like hang on right why are they not out of phase why can't they just phase through walls and shit they have kind of have that technology um, why weren't they all wearing like phased fucking coking devices? Um, it was um, that was a bit dumb. Um, but having said that, um, I did kind of like the bit where, you know, I loved the scene, the captain's yacht. First time we ever saw the captain's yacht. We knew that the Enterprise D had one. Never fucking saw it. Right? It's in the tech manual. Never fucking saw uh, it. Yes. Yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> Hang on a second. I just point out. Hang on a second. Keep <laughs> all the Star Trek nerds I knew at the time. Mm. I've not wave my hand in front of the camera. All the Star Trek nerds I knew at the time would harp on about the captain's yacht, and it would just like it's like oh they've got a captain's yacht da 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 it's got a captain's yacht captain's yacht captain's yacht and it's like kind of they're never going to fucking use this thing stop harping on about it. Um, fucking finally used it. <laughs> yes, finally used it. Um, um, See, so we got the we got the what they call this sonar, and you've got this planet hidden in the in this nebula called the Briar Patch, but well, they've nicknamed it the Briar Patch. And they've got a fountain of youth for all intents and purposes. Mm. So now, being, being, being older than I was back when I was 19, 18, when this first came out, um, kind of appreciate it a bit more in that terms, in that yes. kind of fountain of youth thing. Yes. Um, I love the way everyone got a bit more, a bit more brandy, a bit more... A bit more uh, teenage angsty, um, a bit more aggressive, a bit more rebellious. Um, but the question is, is why didn't it affect the people on the planet in the same way as it affecting the people on the Enterprise? And was it affecting the sonar in a, in a similar way too? Well, because the sonar were 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 the people on the planet. They were the same race. You know, spoiler. Um, but 
um, I think the people have been alive for so many thousands of years that they had kind of, although they looked youthful and were youthful, they had matured in their their brain. You know, this was this was. It was you know it was people who were 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 getting younger and responding for that for the first time. But you know, when you've sort of felt like that for fifty years, you're not gonna you're going to kind of, you know, you might look youthful, but you're, you're going to sort of be more mature in your, your brain again. It's, you know, if you and me tomorrow woke up in 20 year old bodies, we would be a bit immature. We'd be fucking, you know, running around, jumping up and doing all sorts of shit because like, fuck me, I haven't felt like this for 20 years. This is awesome. Right. But you know, after about 30 years, you're going to go, well, actually I'm 70 now and I'm, you know, I'm actually quite mature. But you know, it was cool being, feeling young. It's cool feeling young, but you know, let's get back to the fact that, don't really want to talk about the latest pop stars or you know what the Spice Girls are doing that kind of shit. So <laughs> I, I can understand. Still, I did it. It. Still, I did in my early, uh, sorry, my early twenties or late teens, just trying to get my end away as much as possible. Um, well, yeah, well, that's what Riker did with Troy. Full of hormones at that time. That was like, my number one goal. That and drinking. Um, I, I remember the drinking. Um... <laughs> oh yes, yes, the drinking. <laughs> Why don't drink um, now? Um, did you, do you want to say something f- funny? The Admiral that was um, in there, they had three people in mind to play the Admiral. Um, one of them was Gene Hackman. The other was Wilfred Brimley. And um, Patrick Stewart's favourite, Brian Blessed. I don't know. I don't know if that would have worked as Brian. I don't know. If I would have loved to have. Brian Blessed would have made that film. I can't really. This is it's so annoying. I can't I, move. I, I want he would have Blessed made as, that film. I want Blessed as like a fucking funny admiral more than anything. I, I was uh, on the TV again the other day and he's still fucking brilliant. He'd make I'm, a great Klingon. Yes, he, yes. He'd make a fantastic Klingon. Yes. You see, there you go. What you need is, yeah, him as a Klingon. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I don't know if he'd do it, but yes. Brian Blessed as a Klingon. Amazing. Amazing. That would have worked. Um, so yeah, it was the your first time they did the CGI thing, and you can tell because they've got um, they've got that weird silver effect that you had in the late nineties for for like metal, it didn't quite work, but it did reflect it, make the 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 um, the uh, reflective panels work all right. But there's, there's, um, there's, there's, I mean, there's a bit where where Riker really starts feeling the the effects, and he shaves his beard, and he goes smooth as a baby's bottom or something along those lines or like that and data walks up to him and goes android's ass he said <laughs> yeah. smooth yeah. as an android's ass nah yeah. <laughs> i like he goes nah <laughs> that um, was brilliant. there were some brilliant moments between data uh, uh data comedic moments there were some really good moments um uh, and i generally enjoyed those um uh, I liked the moments with Wolf. The comedy, the comedy was there with Wolf as well. You know, Wolf having the spot mm. <laughs> and how embarrassed he was from it. I loved that. Um, and the thing is, it's the way Picard gets out of the transport and he looks at the, spot, the thing with his finger. He is like, "What the fuck is that on your nose, Commander?" Yeah, yeah. He is, and the data's is like, kind of. It's a spot. It's a big one too. Oh, I guess it's hardly noticeable. I would have had a scene where he'd gone. Hang on. <laughs> I would have done that. I would have done the whole Austin Paris thing. 
Mo! Money, money, money! Mo! Bloody Mo! <laughs> I still love that. That still makes me giggle. <laughs> um, because the other thing too is you got the you got the sonar, and the sonar reminded me of um, how can I put it? Um, Hollywood people who had too much plastic surgery. Yes. Yes, and I think that was the similar to Escape from LA. You know, in Escape from LA, where they've got the plastic surgeon mm. played by Bruce Campbell. Yeah, reminded me really, really, really of that. Um, and it's, uh, it, right, it's not in, at the time. Given all the fact that we were getting really good TV at the time, and we were getting really good TV at the time, it was crap. When you put it up against all of that, the standard was not there. Mm. But now that the standard isn't there, it's quite good. Uh, it really it, is quite good. It was not as good as First Contact in the fact that it didn't feel as cinematic. Um, it did feel like a made-for-TV movie. It's, you know, there were moments when they were filmed wherever they were shooting, um, you know, the lake scenes where they were sort of escaping um, the sonars, like, like, you know, beaming devices and the sort of little weird drones. drones. The drones. They looked remarkably like the drones that were then used in Spider-Man 2. Um, looks a bit like the ones in Spider-Man 2, the, the Stark drones. I don't know. I'll, I'll have a look. I think they did. Um, far from home, yeah. Not far from home. Uh, yeah, far from home. Excuse me. But uh, I um, I did. I actually enjoyed it. I I love the bit with the joystick. You know, you know, computer manual flight. Yeah, it brings up like a 1980s fucking joystick. <laughs> that's the joystick I had on my Amstrad. <laughs> um, that's that, kind of yeah. Epic. I just always always got the impression that it was that the Enterprise was too sophisticated to fly like that because you just want up crashing it. Um, and then they talk about the Riker maneuver, and I got annoyed because everyone knows what the Riker maneuver is, don't you? It's the way you sit on a chair. You sit on a chair from behind and you cock your leg over the top of it. That's the Riker manoeuvre. So when you say the Riker, let's do the Riker manoeuvre, and then the fucking nav pilot gets up and then cocks his leg over the chair and sits on it. It's like, you meant that as the Riker manoeuvre, didn't you? Um, And that, I was was right. Remember when I said they do dump the core and I couldn't remember where they, you know, dump the core. They dumped the core in this, the core was gone. This one, yeah. Yeah, so they did dump the core core in this one, which was, uh, I, I couldn't remember which movie they did it in, but I, I know that they had done it. Um, and, yeah, that was kind of cool as well. Um, but, you know, Babster, just just so you know, that wasn't a Commodore and Amiga dra- um, joystick. That was an Amstrad joystick. Oh, don't, don't, don't start uh, that with him, please. Amstrad's are cool. Amstrad. Amstrad joystick. You know the, other, right, hang on a second. You know, the Ol- you know the Oliver twins who created Dizzy? Yes. Uh, they say Amstrad's cool in the spectrums. Well, that's because it's true. It is true. <laughs> I heard them say in person. I was in the same room as them. Well, I, I played Dizzy um, on my Amstrad. I had the Dizzy game on my Amstrad. So there you go, guys. I, I had true. multiple Dizzy games on my Amstrad. Sorry. sorry. Um, it's undeniable. Uh, <laughs> he's going to kill me. So, <laughs> um, I, I I liked this movie, actually, more than I thought I was going to. Um, I... I, I enjoyed it. I, I, when I finished watching it, I had a bit of a smile on my face, and I went, "Okay, it's a made for TV movie, but actually, it's kind of all right. <laughs> it's kind of all right." Yeah. You know, if that had been a two-parter in Star Trek: The Next Generation, you would have gone, "That was a really good freaking episode of Star Trek: Next Gen." You know, it's not best both worlds, but 
pretty fucking good. I, 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 I'm going to argue this point because Biff was like kind of Insurrection was the last true Star Trek film. I'm going to say Insur- uh, ne- Nemesis was the last true Star Trek I, film. I haven't watched Nemesis yet, so we w- we'll put a pin in that and come back to it because I haven't seen Nemesis for a really fucking long time. So I want to watch Nemesis again because I was going to say that I was all ready to say Insurrection was shit. Why are we watching it? Fuck you for making me watch it. Mm. And in actual fact, I enjoyed it. I even actually kind of enjoyed Generations more because of there were certain elements that I didn't think I was going to enjoy. And I all, I've had, all I had to do to fix that was just have Kirk disappear. He fell down the bottom yeah. mechanically, gone. Yeah. Never there. And it was just like yeah. like a like a ghost. And then Patrick Stewart could then tell the story about how he met Captain Kirk, and everyone's like, "Yeah, right, mate. Whatever." That would have worked. Yes. A mystery. That would have been fantastic. I, you didn't have to do that. I, I want to watch Nem- uh, Nemesis again. Biffa, watch Nemesis this week, and then you can sort of like join in with it. What? Let, let's look. I was surprised, actually, this time around, having not seen Insurrection for about 15 years or longer, that I actually kind of enjoyed it. it I'm not saying it was like the best movie. It wasn't. It was a TV movie. But it it was more enjoyable than I was expecting. So yeah, I I am going to re- reserve judgment until I've watched Nemesis again, because there are moments in Nemesis that I quite enjoy or remember enjoying. I like the Man Max moments. I thought they were kind of cool. So I'm going to reserve judgment until next week on that. But uh, uh, no, I'm I'm glad we 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 conducted this exercise. But trouble is now, right? Next week we've got Nemesis. Then we've got stopped top Star Trek Totty, right? Totty, yeah. And oh, guys, 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 hang on a second. For those in the chat, or for those listening to the podcast, or those re-watching the podcast, yeah, comments for stop top Star Trek Totty um, yep. for 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 thingy because I'm I need to find like a program which allow me to go. Do I like this person better than this person so I can sort them all out? Yeah, Lita, Lita. Peter, she was hot. Sorry, but she was. She was. That's the dabba girl, yeah. Yes. Rom's wife. Rom marries her. Yeah, I couldn't remember. I was and you had Rom? um what was her name? She had Anya in this one, who I'd describe as a gilf because she's like a great great grandma. You, you you wouldn't say no. <laughs> no, you wouldn't say no. No, you wouldn't say no. Um, Do you think you, uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's a evening chatting and a really expensive bottle of red wine? Um, she was in Spider-Man Two. Who's that? The actress in there is Doc Ock's wife in Spider-Man. 2. Yes, yes, she was. She there's, was. I remember there's now. A bit of trivia for you. Um, Rachel Nichols in Star Trek Two Thousand and Nine. Yeah, the trouble is, right, we weren't going to include those films. <laughs> no, no they, don't they... make me watch those films. Because <laughs> if we're going no, there, then a... you've got What's-Her-Face in, in, in Into Darkness. I mean, come on. <laughs> come on, Trevor, that's why Into Darkness is the best of those films. Trevor yeah, Eve. that's why it's right? the best film. Tre- yeah, Trevor, Trevor? What's her father? Trevor? Trevor Eve, oh, the actor. Okay. Trevor Eve, oh, okay. the in- so actor who was, who was the original, Eve's... you know, cold case, because... The cold case show was an English thing that America took and turned into an American thing. But the first cold case kind of TV series was something on the BB- on the BBC, and the guy was a cranky old git that ran it, who was called Trevor Eve, right? Happens to have given birth to Alice Eve, 
his heart. No, no, no. He didn't give birth. His well, Mrs. gave birth. Yeah. Helped, you know, conceive um, Alice. <laughs> yes, that's better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, unfortunately, we can't include those movies. Or Alice Steve would be at number one for me. Um, <laughs> um, point number one. <laughs> yes. I don't usually do blondes, but Alice Eve, you know. Um, oh, in that one, yeah. That was the highlight yeah. of that entire thing. Um, really anyhow, um, I, I think I've said all I can about Insurrection. So, um, I just there's just a few things that I kind of was, was going to bring up. The fact that um, this is like that evil admiral trope that you've got in Star Trek. Where everyone admiral turns up, I think there's one. I think there's two admirals in all of Star Trek, and that's Jellico and the guy with that helped set up the stuff for the Borg. Yeah, yeah. And the only, but he was perving, he was perving over uh, whatever her name was, um, Commander Broccoli, or I can't remember. I don't think this admiral was evil. He was flawed, and he got led down a path that he couldn't really come back from and he was too weak to come back from it he was weak he was a bit of a coward he wasn't evil he wasn't nasty like some of the admirals that we've had in like next gen um because the other part of it too that we've gotten into is that you've got the baku yeah and they um what do you call it they hid on this planet the the the, the, the long life thing was just a uh what do you call it just a bi- happy byproduct yeah 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 so why the fuck do they get to live longer and everyone else doesn't? We're not going to kill you. We're just going to pop you on another planet. With the technology that we get from it, we'll be able to give to you, and you'll be able to live longer that way. We'll find you a nice, find you a nice planet with some yeah, um, but it, again, Cardassian neighbours. Do they have the right to do it? And it, it's a moral argument that 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 that, that it posed, which is when Star Trek is at its best. Actually, when it so this is the, the, the other part of it are the sonar are dicks, yeah. So there's a chance, there's a good chance that those people there on that planet are all dicks. It's well, case made. I win. Well, the sonar left, <laughs> but then at the end, actually, well, once the, the the leader is killed, they kind of relent, and then you see that scene right at the end where the the the, the guy that helped Picard meets his mother. Um, mm. uh, and that was that was beautiful again. I, I I think the admiral was a bit of a coward and a weak character, but I think it, you know, that he had the Dominion the War going on. Yeah, they needed stuff. Yep, I liked the like, so. the beginning with the the weird sort of piggy people that they're putting their headdress on. Picard, yeah, they funny. did. The thing is, they ripped that off in the beginning of in uh, was it the last Star Trek Beyond? Yeah. Are at the beginning there. Anyway, so. um, oh, what have we got here? Uh, does Jess Bouchak and Nurse Christine Chapel? Right, okay. I'm not going to deny that she's not a pretty woman, but I can't stand the character. You know, the musical thing where she basically, you know, that that musical number, which is basically, you know, I've pursued you, Spock, aggressively because I really, really like you. I've broken up your relationship with your wife. And now, fuck you, because I've got a career. I'm leaving you. Me, 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 fucking me. So I can't stand the character anymore. Therefore, it makes her less attractive. But the actress is quite attractive. But the character... Mm. <laughs> okay, mm. anything affected by the Kelvin timeline doesn't count. True. 
Um, That's what we're going to say. Yeah, we're talking original Star Trek. Pre-Kurtzman, secret hideout, J.J. Abrahams Trek. But for crying out loud, I want, I want, I want someone to give us some comments and stuff just for people that we've missed. Because if it's the OG series, I probably missed a ton of them. We've got Famica Jansen in there. Wasn't Raka? Uh, what's her face in it? Oh, what was the? Oh God! Hang on, Joan Bloody Collins was in it, wasn't she? Yeah, Joan Collins was in the original series too. She was hot. In that in those frames, yeah. So we've got lots of top totty to pick from. It's mm. this is a very difficult task, Keith. Yes, yes. Seriously, we could we could argue how we could argue how um what do you call it how transporters work and warp engines work and and reach a conclusion where we might not ever reach a conclusion on Star Trek. We, we need top to tackle topic. it with professionality, and and you know seriousness, right? This is a serious subject. And we need to hand it with, with professionalism. Star Trek Top Totty. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Mina in the OG. Oh yeah. Uh, see, that's it. Just yeah, lots of comments like that. So I need to, I need to just go through this. So. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm looking. I mean, I'm looking. Yeah, popping on to say. Okay, so yeah, we're going to talk about warp engines, not. Um. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, starships. Top starships. <laughs> Shut up, Chuck, your wife's in the comments. <laughs> Don't give the game away. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Rebecca Ferguson wasn't in Star Trek, was she? Just asking. <laughs> just, so I, just, so, just so I can do that. I'm gonna have to come up with some new ones. <laughs> uh, whoever wins it is getting one of those those little those little compilations there. So um... totally worth it. Totally worth it. Um, <laughs> yes. Anyway, so um, you need to uh, catch up on Gen V, especially exploding penises. Um, just, just now, I'm, I'm grabbing my crotch in. <laughs> I couldn't watch it. Just... <laughs> I, I, I knew what was about to happen. And I am not watching this. <laughs> I'm not watching this. Um, yeah, I don't know what's going on with the, with the boys' creators, but they have got an obsession. Um, <laughs> um, um, but anyway. Um, so, yes, one movie left next week. Um, Star Trek. Then Top Totty. Then Star Trek then Top Toddy. <laughs> Which is, I mean, is I, now I think ships. it's. Gonna... <laughs> top star... We could do Top Starships too, Keith. I could do Top There's some good ones in there. You'd have to, they'd probably have to get some bloody um, some bits in there. We could argue over ships as well. But I love me a good Starship. My wallpapers, see. Um, I've, got, yeah, I've got the Defiant on this one. You can't see that. Defiant's awesome. Um, anyway, right. Um, uh, well. Shall we say goodbye? Shall we put a bow in this and say goodbye? Pop a bow on this. We're done. Yeah. Bye. Catch you next week. Bye-bye. See you. Bye. <laughs>